We've always been told that the greatest good is what we do for one another. But in the realm of business and capitalism, the concepts of helping others and trying to build the most competitive business seem to mix like oil and water. Or do they? Welcome to Season 3 of the Commute to Class podcast by the Blackstone Launchpad at Syracuse University. My name is Jack Lyons, and this season I'll be exploring startups that are fueled by impact as they attempt to try to make the world a better and more sustainable place. Today I sit down with Mortaza Ishmaelzada, founder of Eagle Life Program, an initiative with the goal to teach and inspire Afghan high school students to learn life-changing academic and leadership skills that are never taught in their classrooms. Um, okay, awesome. I guess to get started, I've, I have a ton of questions, but um, to get started, tell me, tell me a little bit about your upbringing. I know you're um, from Afghanistan. You've obviously started this, this awesome Eagle Life program, um, trying to connect with youth, high school students in Afghanistan. Um, what was your inspiration uh, to, to start this project? Yeah, sort of, um, it all started um, when I was at high school, around 10th grade. And then even before, I, I just want to start of our, start up this conversation with, with a quote. Um, and it's one of my favorite quotes uh, by James Clare. And he says, um, you do not rise through to the level of your goals. You fall to the level of your systems. Um, so basically, this is the thesis that I'm trying to defend and for today's conversation. Anyway, um, so my name is Murtaza Ismazada. I am an experienced facilitator. I've been to many community building projects um, in Kabul, in Europe, um, in Central Asia, and also um, here. I'm planning to do some exciting projects here in the US. Um, Growing up as a as a refugee, I I um, like many other Afghans, we had to flee the country because of the Taliban, um, for a safe place. Uh, basically, we would um, flee to Pakistan and Iran, which were were the neighborhood countries. And yeah, we were just um, fleeing back and forth for uh, to to be safe and. Uh, so I was four um, when the Taliban w- was defeated by the U.S. Army in 2001. And we came to this um, massive destruction everywhere, the debris everywhere, bombshells, bullets. Um, and also the schools were not in, in good shape. Um, we had no ceilings um, in the schools. Um, I remember when I was around third grade or fourth grade, we had to study in a UNICEF tent. Um, uh, so we didn't have proper school, um, proper classes. So, but on the other side, there was a, a lot of massive construction of roads, schools, hospitals, um, transportation, and the Afghan army were um, growing or grounding um, under US supervision. and. Um, everyone was so excited um, for a fresh start. Um, so 
And uh, yeah, everything was building up. People were so happy coming back to Afghanistan because as the refugees were not uh, treated well back in, in, in Pakistan. So we had to move um, like many other Afghans. So in high school in Afghanistan, um, as a student, um, the situation in, in, in the classrooms is not that engaging and, and fun uh, to be there because um, teachers are um, serious and there's no creativity in the classrooms. And I was... I attended this um, cyber camp for the first time in 2013 in India for a month. And um, it was focused on leadership and uh, English proficiency. We had amazing teachers. So uh, we learned about leadership, communication, public speaking, and other basic stuffs. And when I came back, I was... I, I told myself, okay, wait a second. It's, it's, it's a new experience. I've never had it before. So yeah, I, I fell in love with it and I was trying to bring this experience home, but I didn't have enough experience. So I said, okay, let, let's um, leave this for a while. Um, let's focus on school studies. And then uh, fast forward in, in the summer of 2016, um, when I was a sophomore, I had the chance to go to this um, entrepreneurship summer camp for a week in Zurich um, where we had to pitch our ideas. So I was um, pitching this summer camp idea, which I was having um, for a long time uh, at the back of my mind. And so I said, okay, this is um, the perfect place to um, design the idea behind summer camp because uh, We've never had any any anything like that in Afghanistan. So yeah, I um, at the end of the program, I secured a fund for that and went back home and um, called my friends that, hey, we got to do a summer camp for high school kids because the class are so boring and uh, there should be a very fun and engaging way to um, teach something that that are not usually taught in, in, in high schools in Afghanistan. Um, I named it Eagle Life Program. Um, so as facilitators, we're basically trying to show the paths that we already have been uh, and try to um, give the sense of community for Afghans who were trapped um, in Taliban, the, the ongoing war with Taliban and also this um, this environment where there was this ethnic tension around, and uh, we try to help them to um, to provide a place or space that they can really express themselves, be who they are, and um, see what their option options are as they are transition uh, transitioning to college or university. We've done it for for um, SAMRs uh, since 2016. And we saw massive feedback, positive feedback from everywhere. The other um, aim was to kind of foster the culture of um, um, SAMR camps or after school programs in across Afghanistan, especially in major provinces such as Herat, Mazar, um, Kabul, 
which is the capital of, of Afghanistan. And that's, that's what happened. Um, so yeah, coming back to the school situation, um, for example, if you have back in, in early 2001, I was a, a um, student, I, teachers were, were so mysterious, they even couldn't answer the questions that we would ask as students. Let me tell you a story. Um, so in the class, uh, I think I was um, eighth grade or ninth grade. So there was my classmate um, sitting next to me. Um, so he was trying to ask a question from a teacher who, were, who was uh, super serious. Um, and also, so basically he was trying to ask the question and we knew that the teacher would say, Hey, before I, ask, before I answer your question, could you please summarize the previous lesson from yesterday or what did you learn, um, from today's class? And that's, that's, that was common actually. So I, I said to my, to my classmate, okay, before you ask any question, um, I got to get out of the class and I don't want to be in trouble. So, um, ask question as many as you want. Um, so yeah, basically what I'm trying to say is that we don't have any qualified teachers until now. And, uh, also there's, there's, there's this big discussion in, at the Ministry of Education where around curriculum development, um, there's no certain strategy for uh, content and competencies that are being produced by um, curriculum developers for teachers. So basically, once the new curriculum framework is produced, it's kind of hard to train um, those competencies or transfer those competencies for teachers to use them. I mean, we've got a smart people. Uh, on board or expert curriculum developers, but there are two opposite sides. Basically, on the one end of the spectrum, you have this stereotypical employees who've worked for so long um, at the ministry that they don't want um, other young, um, energetic Afghans who are fr freshly graduated from um, basic schools here in the US or Europe Basically, they say you don't know nothing or um, actually they, they, basically they're not giving up their beliefs on what a curriculum should be, how curriculum frameworks should, should be designed. So this, this tension between them. And the other problem is the coordination problem, which is um, across the whole Ministry of Education, there's no coordination um, between the departments, for example, I mean, um, no one knows who's doing what and who's uh, accountable uh, for whom. So yeah, basically, uh, we need to um, heavily focused focus on the um, um, teaching uh, professional development programs for teachers and. If there are some people who are saying that we need money for that, no, we don't. We 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 have a lot of funds for that. We've got IMF, we've got World Bank, we've got UNICEF, who are trying to um, fund these cool projects around 
um, curriculum frameworks in Afghanistan for high school students, for high school, um, for high schools. Mm. For and, your, uh, for your, for your specific program, the ELP, um, how did you go about designing that curriculum? How did you balance between like school subjects? And then I know right. also they teach like professional development skills. So how did you go up about like crafting that specifically? So basically I'm not saying that school classrooms are boring in Afghanistan, but uh, with, with a lot of tension that Afghan students are having each each day, there should be a fun way to give them a break. So I, I thought this was the answer. Um, we have to teach the things that are um, the most um, interesting for them through extensive workshops. Um, basically, our workshops is um, designed specifically on uh, hands-on experiences. I mean, there's no... There's no um, teacher or student situation. Um, so we try to be as friendly as possible. Everyone had their own workshops done. I mean, my friend uh, as a facilitator. And we, we for a month, before a month uh, in, in, in summer, before August, we come together, we um, draft our ideas, we critique each other and, and see what is a good workshop, what is the thing that really excites the most um, uh, the students, the Afghan students. Um, each summer workshops are different because we don't want to be re repetitive. And uh, these workshops are focused on leadership skills, public speaking, communication, pub, um, visual arts, cinematography, and also um, a place where they could really relate uh, to us. Uh, and, and, and find their ways out um, and see what are the options in the future. What, what for you has been the most rewarding or giving experience of, of running Eagle Life program? Actually, at the first, I didn't think that it was going to work. But one thing that I have experienced or learned through the process is... Um, Collaboration. So collaboration is the key to everything. I mean, if I didn't have a good team or um, good friends who would have been to similar programs as I have been, uh, we wouldn't be able to design um, workshops from scratch and um, uh, go in the process and see other um, people building that. So yeah, um, collaboration is becoming very popular in any industry. And that's one thing that I really value working with others um, um, in a teamwork environment. Totally. Um, looking forwards, uh, now that you've moved to the United States, um, what is what is your goal with this program? Where do, where do you see it going? Do you see expanding? beyond Afghanistan and uh, yeah, what's kind of your plan going forward? Well, um, it's kind of hard for me to say that right now because um, it's, it's, it's a different world, uh, obviously. Um, you have to um, be able to 
know the uh, beats and pieces around how to make these happen here in the US. I mean, for now, I'm super focused on my portfolio, which is uh, becoming a instructional designer. I'm working for some companies like um, McKinsey and Company, Branding Company, the Deloitte, which are um, the biggest names uh, in corporate world here in the US. Um, but uh, yeah, I'd love to start that, uh, something like that at some point. And uh, uh, let's see what, what can I what can I do here. Totally. Um, for you, uh, what I, I know that you know you seem to have a, a huge passion for um, fostering these young people, getting them the proper skills. What what message? I mean, you have obviously been able to become very successful and motivated despite the school systems that you said had may, may hurt others. Um, what advice would you give to, you know, maybe a young Afghan person that's, that's struggling, a student that's struggling in school and um, how, how, how were you able to, to persevere and what advice could you give? So basically we are now living in a globalized and more open world than comparing to 2000. I mean, you see a lot of Afghans, they're seeing this creative or very um, popular or interesting um, programs around the world, whether it's academics, whether in sport, anything. Um, they, 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 they're following, following, following those up on the social media, Facebook, um, Instagram, or whatever. So my, th my piece of advice for them is that they have to, like, if something doesn't work for them for the first time, they, they got to try it the next time. And even if they didn't that work, you gotta, you have to have an open mind and, um, move on and then try to find something that really excites you during the day. Um, I mean, if you're not engaged in, during the day and you just, um, studying and working on something that that's boring, I'd say, um, you better, you start, you should start thinking about something else. Um, I know this is very odd in Afghanistan's context because there's this, um, scarcity of opportunities, uh, there. So, um, <laughs> there might be some people laughing at me right now, but yeah, um, but it, it totally makes sense here in the U.S. Um, you got to find your passion and, and follow that and you'll be fine. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. This has definitely been a great conversation. Uh, if I guess uh, to, where can people find more information about about this program? Um, for now, we've got a a Instagram page, which is down for some privacy concerns, but, um, 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 I will bring, uh, build that up again and put it up. Um, but for more exciting news, please, um, follow me on the Instagram and, um, uh, uh for some more, um, cool projects that I'll be doing, doing here in the U S and also on that note, I want to conclude, um, 
now that the new leadership or the Taliban or in Afghanistan. So here's what, what I have to say is that if you guys are trying to enforce the, the, the version of Islam that you believe in for Afghan people, I think you, you'll soon realize that um, it's not going to work and you'll fail um, because Afghan people deserve more than that. Um, everything has changed so much. So yeah, um, thanks for having me, Jack. Um, I'm flattered to be here. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Uh, really appreciate it. And yeah, it's great stuff you're doing and definitely a high impact. So appreciate it. Sure. You too. This podcast was produced by me, Jack Lyons. Music was created by Connor Johnson. Cover art was created by Jackson Sephorin. The Commute to Class podcast is brought to you by the Blackstone Launchpad at the Syracuse University Libraries.